Hello and welcome to The Green Hornet from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. For a breakfast cereal that gives you real nourishment, get Cheerios. It's made from good, old-fashioned, nourishing oats, all ready to eat. And now, Cheerios presents... The Green Hornet. He hunts the biggest of all game, public enemies who try to destroy our America. With his faithful valet Cato, Britt Reed, daring young publisher, matches wits with the underworld, risking his life that criminals and racketeers within the law may feel its weight by the sting of the Green Hornet. Ride with Britt Reed in the thrilling adventure of The Man Who Forgot. Listen. Yes, listen for the magic wire. Listen today, sure, for this is our last call. Today is the last day to hear about Cheerio's great contest on this program. Your last chance to win a marvelous new home recording machine. And now, the Green Hornet strikes again. Finley was nearly broke when he was released from prison on parole. He had his evening clothes and his suave manner, but little else except two men who had operated under his leadership in the lush days of ten years ago. Less than 50 bucks. (laughs) Not even the price of a new wardrobe to say nothing of a couple of cars. Look, Duke, if you don't like my car... No offense, Maxie. Your car's all right. But I'm thinking of the days when I owned half a dozen cars. Gosh, Duke, those were sure the days. When I think of that fathead lawyer that let me get a rap in state's prison just because he was too dumb to fix a couple of jury money. Well, you're out now, anyhow. We fixed the parole for you. Is that car still following us? Not anymore. And not following us through the park. But you can bet your bottom dollar there'll be a shadow when we get back to the apartment. We can't get out of the park without being spotted. The heat's on here, Duke. There's a character known as the Green Hornet. It's got the cops all stirred up. The Green Hornet? You heard of him? Yeah. Yeah, I've heard of him. And he's a tin horn compared to what we used to be. Call him what you want, Duke, but he's plenty smart. Hey, Max, look out. Watch him, Max. Oh, that head. Hey, you, why don't you look where you're going? You'd have hit that guy if he didn't have good brakes. Look at him. He walked right in front of the car. He's lucky he didn't get killed. <laughs> Let me out. I'll go with you, Duke. The guy acts balmy. Now, look at him. He's just standing in front of the headlights staring at us. What's the matter with you, mister? That guy's nuts. Yeah, you're trying to commit suicide or something? Couldn't you see our headlights? Come on, you. Speak up. We didn't touch you. What's the racket? I don't know. What's your name? I I don't know that. Hey, is he drugged? Where do you live? I... I can't remember. He's nuts. Shut up, Steve. Can't... Can't remember a thing. Did you get slugged or something? Nothing. Nothing in my pockets. Hey, Chief, I, I want to talk to you. Come over here. What's up, Steve? I know that guy. 
His picture's been on the front page of the Sentinel since he disappeared from home a couple of days ago. Yeah? Who is he? His name's Grant Wheeler. He's with a pile of dough. What good does that do us? Don't you get it, Duke? There's something wrong with him. Nothing in his pockets. Look at those clothes. He must have gotten doped or something. Someone rolled him for all he had and switched clothes with him. I still don't get it, Steve. You're slipping, Duke. His wife would pay a nice hunk of change to get him back. All we got to do is find a place to keep him hid for a while. I get it. Not bad, Steve. Not bad. You got any ideas about how we can hide him? My apartment's being watched. Uh, No. Wait. Maybe I have got an idea. Steve, uh, I'll take this car out of the park alone. Uh, You and Max stay here with the guy. Uh, Tell him his name is uh, John Murphy. You got that, John Murphy? And then here's what you and Max have got to do. Read about the Wheeler mystery. Hey, here you are, lady. Police discount kidnap theory. Here you are, sir. That's the luxury pepper. Sergeant Burke speaking. Huh? No, you got the wrong line. I thought that might be my paper, Colin. Well, it wasn't your paper, Axford. Now, what were you saying about the Wheeler disappearance? I know something about Wheeler that the cops don't know. Yeah? I got this straight from Britt Reed. What does Reed know about Wheeler? He knows plenty on account of he's been dating Sandra Wheeler once in a while. She told him in confidence about her old gent. Yeah? He gets spells when he can't remember nothing. Not even his name. Why in blazes didn't Mrs. Wheeler tell us that? That changes everything. The chances are he's wandering around somewhere and wondering who he is. I got Now, get... hold on, Bert. I told you that in confidence. And you can't say a thing about it unless you get it straight from Mrs. Wheeler or her daughter. Oh, Sandra. Sandra, I don't know how long I can stand this suspense. Mother, don't you think it would be better to tell the police about Father's amnesia? No, no, dear. He doesn't want people to know about it. But something serious must have happened. I think the police should know everything. Let me call Britt Reed and ask his advice. He's been so cooperative. Sandra, I forbid it. But Britt has had Dad's picture on the front page of the Sentinel. If anyone saw Dad, surely they'd recognize him. Telephone. I'll answer it. Hello? I want to speak to the wife or daughter of Grant Wheeler. Who is it, Sandra? Quiet, please, Mother. This is Sandra Wheeler speaking. Then call off the cops. Who is this? Who are you? Never mind who I am. Tell the police to stop looking for your father. Tell them you've located him. Then we'll let you know how to get him back. You kidnapped him. Oh, Sandra, let me take the phone. Hello. Hello, this is Mrs. Wheeler. I gave your daughter a message. Tell the police you've located your husband and that there's no need to continue the search. Oh. Then get $20,000 ready. $20,000? Mention this to the cops and you'll never see your husband alive. Hello. Hello, oh, listen to me, please. Hello. Oh, Mother. He's hung up. Sandra, father's been abducted. He's been kidnapped. We must pay $20,000. And if we say anything to the police, they'll kill him. Lenore Case, Britt Reed's secretary 
sometimes found it easier to type the information Michael Axford brought from police headquarters than to argue with the former policeman. Well, there you are, Michael. I'll read that over, and if you don't like it, you can type it yourself. Oh, now, don't be like that, Casey. It's a wasted effort I object to, Michael. You know very well Gunnigan won't use that material. Now, look here, Casey. You don't have to pass on the news value what I bring in. I only asked you to type that up so that I could turn it into Gunnigan. Well, there it is. Mm, maybe I'd better show it to Reed first. He's busy, Michael. Oh, I know he's busy. He's been working night and day trying to get something to show that Findlay bribed some state officials to get his parole. That's all right. He never minds when I go into his office. Michael, come back here. That's all right. Hey, Reed. Oh, golly, I didn't know you had a lady in your office. Come in, Axford. This is Miss Wheeler. Sandra, this is Michael Axford. How do you do? Uh, Miss Sandra Wheeler? Oh, golly, I'm glad I am to meet you, Miss Wheeler. Thank you. Reed, I don't want to disturb you, but there's this little item I picked up at cops' headquarters about a street fight. You can turn it over to Gunnigan. But, Reed, there was something about it. You know you told me to keep an eye on that Duke Findlay guy to see what he turned to for quick cash? I don't tell me he got involved in a street fight. Oh, golly, no. But Max Jordan is a friend of his, and he's one of the guys that was in the fight. He got out on paying a fine, but the other guy, John Murphy is his name, is in for ten days. Very well, Maxford. The city desk. Okay, Reed. I sure hope the cops find your father, Miss Wheeler. Oh, father is all right. He he telephoned. Yeah? Say, that's well. I'm sure glad to hear it. Burke was saying that there wasn't any chance that Findlay had been mixed up in the kidnapping. Who? A guy named Duke Findlay, who used to be a big-shot racketeer, just got paroled. But the cops knew he wasn't mixed up in your father's disappearance because they've been watching him real close. Just how closely has Findlay been watched, Axford? Well, just about every minute, Reed. The cops even went through his apartment while he was out, figuring he might have been mixed up in the Wheeler disappearance. Oh. Oh, uh, by the way, Miss Wheeler, did you call the cops and tell him the old gent was safe? Oh, yes, of course. Well, I've taken enough of your time, Britt. I must go along. I'll take you home, Sandra. Oh, no, please oh, don't. But I insist. After all, the Sentinel can run without me. How do you like the new convertible, Sandra? I like it, Britt. I do wish you'd go straight home. Just one turn through the park to give you a chance to tell the truth. Britt, what do you mean, the truth? About your father. Told you we'd received a phone call from him. He's all right. He'll soon be home. He's... Oh, Sandra, that story's all right for public consumption. But you're talking to me now, and I've inherited Dad's suspicious nature. But I, young lady, you were too vague about that phone call. You told a fib, and you darn well know it. <gasps> oh, Britta. It's true, isn't it? You fibbed, didn't you? Yes. Yes, I did. What's the truth about your father? Well, we... We did have a phone call, Mother and I. We were ordered to tell the police that Father was all right and to get $20,000 ready for ransom. Now we're getting someplace. By thunder, I wonder if Duke Pendley is involved. Ten years in prison wasn't enough of that crook. Oh, Fred, please. Please don't do anything. Dad's safety is all that matters to Mother and me. We want him back. Well, if Findlay gets away with anything like this, he'll try it again. Sandra, I don't believe in meeting kidnappers halfway. Britt, Reed, if you do anything, 
I'll hold you responsible for all that happens to my father. Yeah, fine spot for a publisher to be in. A fine spot. We'll continue our story in just a moment. Last call. Last chance. Listen carefully, because today is the last time you'll be hearing about Cheerios' big contest on this program. Remember, if you hurry, you may win a wonderful new home recording machine, complete with microphone. A wonderful machine that you can use to record your own voice. It's terrific. A marvelous home recording machine that makes recordings on wire. It's the amazing new Webster Chicago wire recorder. You simply talk or sing into the microphone. This great new instrument actually records your voice on a magical piece of stainless steel wire. And listen, this marvelous new Webster Chicago wire recorder also plays the recording back just the way you made it. For it comes complete with a built-in speaker as well as a microphone. It's easy as ABC to operate and fun for the whole family. You can record your own voice. You can use it to entertain friends and relatives. You can record your favorite radio programs, baby's voice, birthdays, anniversaries, family events. You can record your own plays. Teach yourself to become a radio announcer or singer. Listen, this amazing machine has an advertised retail price of $149.50 and a slightly higher west of the Rockies. But it may be yours as a prize. Right now, for the last time on this program, Cheerios is offering 200. Yes, 200 of these wonderful Webster Chicago wire recorders in a great contest. Enter this big easy contest now. Just finish this easy sentence. I like Cheerios, Walt Disney, pocket-sized comic books because... Finish that sentence in ten additional words or less. For complete rules, get the handy entry blank at your grocer's. There's no need to make a fancy or elaborate entry. And if you want ideas, see the Cheerios package. The back of the Cheerios package tells you all about the swell Walt Disney pocket-sized comic book. Remember, finish this sentence in ten additional words or less. I like Walt Disney pocket-sized comic books because... Enclose your name and address and one box stop from Cheerios, that nourishing breakfast cereal that's made from oats all ready to eat. Send your finished sentence together with your name and address and one Cheerios box stop today. And hurry, this contest is closing soon. Today is the last and final time you'll be hearing about it on this program. Send to Green Hornet, Box 7800, Chicago, Illinois. That's Green Hornet, Box 7800, Box 7800, Chicago, Illinois. Now to continue our story. Britt Reed and Michael Axford were finishing dinner in the young publisher's fashionable apartment. Axford pushed back his plate and opened the latest edition of the Daily Sentinel. Have you had enough, Axford? Yeah. You can clear away things if you want to, Cato. Yes, Mr. Axford. Axford, did you see the article about the return of Grant Wheeler? It was uh, cut down considerably. Yeah, suffering snakes, Reed. Gunning and blue penciled over half of it. You left out what I said about Max Jordan being a pal of Duke Findlay. And likewise, he left out what I said about how this other lug looked. John Murphy? Yeah. I had a pretty complete description of the guy, telling how his face was a mess of bruises that showed through two days' beard, and how he acted like a dope. Human interest stuff, you know. You can't say things like that about a man, Axford. Uh, it wouldn't have been libel if it was the truth, Reed, and it was the truth. 
Murphy didn't know from nothing. Not even what started the fight. Was he uh, badly beaten up? Well, it wasn't bad enough to put him in the prison hospital, but it was pretty bad. Axford, why don't you go after the human interest story with both feet? Huh? What do you mean? I'll spend a little money. Find out how much it'll cost to get John Murphy out of jail. Pay his fine. Take him to a hotel room or someplace. Get acquainted with the man. Reed, you mean that on an expense account? Sure, go ahead. The Sentinel can stand it. By God, you read, I'll do it. And I better be gone. I'll have to pull a few strings to get Murphy out of the Hoosgo tonight. Where'll you take him? I don't know. The hotels are sort of jammed up. Say, Reed, it wouldn't do to bring him here, would it? <laughs> well, hardly, Axford. But, uh... You might take him to my beach cottage on the lakeshore. That'll do it, Reed. That'll be swell. <laughs> I'll get him there and talk to him till I find out all about him. <laughs> well, I'll be seeing you. If you want me for anything, you know where to find me. A uh, beach cottage, huh? If I'm not there, it'll be at cop's headquarters. Good night to you, Cato. Oh, good night, Miss Axford. Mr. Britt, why you make suggestion about cottage? Cato, I've been putting two and two together, and the answer's four. I have a hunch, and I'm going to play it. Axford gave a pretty complete description of the man who's in jail. Well, you mean John Murphy? Yes. It might be Grant Wheeler. It's significant that one of Findlay's pals was involved in that fight. Let me have the telephone. Oh, yes, sir. Well, why have police not recognized Wheeler? He's wearing cheap clothes. He's without his distinctive glasses, and he has a stubble of beard. And furthermore, Cato, as far as the police know, Wheeler is no longer missing. That's true. I'm calling Mrs. Wheeler. I want to find out if she's had any further word about the ransom. Hello? Hello, Sandra. Britt Reed calling. Have you or your mother had any further word? No, you haven't, huh? Well, of course you're worried. Oh, your mother knows that you told me. I'm glad of that. Well, Sandra, I'm coming over there. I'll be there in a little while. Bye. What are our plans, Mr. Brick? Cato, first of all, we're going to the beach house and see who Axford brings. We go as Green Hornet? Yes. Get the mask and weapon. If my suspicions are right, it's going to be a lively evening. And you're going to have a lot to do. Michael Axford experienced little difficulty in effecting re the release of a man who was called John Murphy. He took him to Britt Reed's Lakeshore Cottage after picking up a key at the character's home. He had been there but a few moments when the black car of the Green Hornet stopped in the darkness. There they are, Cato. You can see through the window. Oh, yes, Mr. Britt. I was right. That is Grant Wheeler. But look at him, Cato. It's no wonder the police didn't recognize him. Well, now what we do... Now that we know Wheeler is safe, we'll go ahead with the rest of my plan. You tell Miss Wheeler you call on her tonight. And so I shall. But first, I've got to call on Axford. As Queen Hornet? Now you won't hear my voice. Come on. Let's go. I... I don't know how it happened, but... There was a fight. I... I wasn't fighting, but somehow I was involved. Then the police came. That's all I know. I... Go ahead, Murphy. Well, I was... Hey, Murphy, what's the matter? What are you... There, the, the door behind you. A masked man. Huh? Masked, you say? 
Holy crow, the green harlot. I... But what's the matter? What happened? That gun. What did he do? You too. No, I... Yeah, that does it. Come in, Cato. They're both out cold. Keep an eye on them while I use the telephone. You give them only a little gas. Yes, yeah, just enough to hold them for a few minutes. I'm going to call the police and tell them to get out here right away. I think Axford will carry on from that point. I'm also going to call Mrs. Wheeler. Well, you mean call on Mrs. Wheeler? I'm going to call on her as Britt Reed. But first, I'm going to call her as the Green Hornet. Hey, Joe, get Flanagan and come over here quick. Well, that's the trouble, Sergeant Quirk. Joe, that guy we picked up in the park, John Murphy. Some guy just called and says he's Grant Wheeler. But Mrs. Wheeler reported that... I know, husband... I know. i got to find out about it. But, Sarge, I don't Hey, get... Flanagan, come on with me. we got to go out to Britt Reed's cottage on the lake shore where Axford is. Britt Reed made a second phone call from his cottage. A call to Mrs. Wheeler, during which he spoke as the Green Hornet. It was about one hour later when Duke Finley dialed the same number while Max and Steve stood by. Hello? Mrs. Wheeler? Yes, this is Mrs. Wheeler. I told you I'd call you and tell you where to take a certain package. Oh, but, but you already called. I'm leaving with the money just as you said. What's that? Well, I, uh... What's up? I'm just checking up, Mrs. Wheeler. Uh, what time are you going to make that delivery? At 11 o'clock. And, uh, where are you taking this stuff? Why, to the post road, where it intersects Granger Highway. That, that is correct, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's all right. Uh, you do just that. What's the matter, Duke? What's wrong? Boys, it's a good thing I'm a fast thinker. The Green Hornet's muscling in on this affair. That dame's going out to deliver $20,000 in cash to the Green Hornet, thinking he's the guy that has her husband. Well, we're going to the same place at 11 o'clock tonight, and we're going to grab the money and the Green Hornet. Come on, let's get the car. We'll have to drive around enough to make sure we're not being followed before we start out on the post road. been watching out the rear window, Steve. Are you sure we weren't followed here? I'm sure of it, Duke. This is the intersection, all right. Yeah, sure is out in the country. Funny dark. Hey, there's a guy standing over there. Tall guy. Maybe that's the Green Hornet. Keep quiet now. We'll move close. Maybe I can get in solid with the cops if I turn the Green Hornet over to them. <laughs> For 25,000 smackers. Better soft pedal now. All right, pal, we got you. What's I that? got his arms. We got you. Take it easy. Hey, what's the idea? Let go of me. Try to pull a fast one, eh, mister? Well, you've made your last play. Turn that flashlight on him, Maxie. Right. Hey, you don't have to go this far. What's the matter with you? Hey, Duke, this is Britt Reed. He's publisher of the Daily Sentinel. Of course I'm Britt Reed. What are you doing here? I've been waiting 15 minutes for you men to show up. I came to represent Mrs. Wheeler. You mean you, you brought the cash here? Is that it? That's it. I'll take your hands off me. Hey. What's the idea of the rough house? Why didn't Mrs. Wheeler come? Mrs. Wheeler's over there, and the police are with her. Ah, you're crazy. It's a bluff. You're trying to make me think she'd put her husband on the spot by calling the law? Her husband's on no spot, Findlay. 
Grant Wheeler got home over an hour ago. More lies. You can't make me believe that stuff. I'm giving you the works right now. Like on you. Oh, oh. We got you. We got you covered. Try any rough house and we'll shoot to kill. Throw down your guns and put up your hands. I give up. Don't shoot. Hold it. Hold it. So, Finley, it's you that's working with the Green Hornet. And it's you that's trying to collect ransom from Mrs. Wheeler. Wait. Wait a minute. We don't know anything about the Green Hornet. We don't have anything to do with them. Well, you had plenty to do with taking advantage of Wheeler's condition to collect ransom. And by golly, Finley, that'll hold you for another ten years. And your pal's with you. Now, no, wait. Listen. We came here to get the Green Hornet. You've got to believe us. Ask Mrs. Wheeler. She'll tell you he's the one that called her. Axford, that car down the road, you see it? Uh, I see something. Perhaps the Hornet was going to meet Mrs. Wheeler. My golly, I wonder. He's starting away. Not only starting, he's getting away, Burke. He probably changed his plans when he saw so much activity. There. You see, the Green Hornet was coming here. That's quite possible, Fentley. You see, the Hornet must have followed Axford when he took Grant Wheeler out of jail. Then he called Mrs. Wheeler. But that doesn't alter the fact that you called a half hour later. And you skeeved the whole thing. And for that, you're going back to prison. It was long after midnight when Michael Oxford came into the apartment. And wakened Britt Reed. Oh, golly, Reed, I've been up to now writing a story of what happened tonight. <laughs> How was Grant Wheeler when you left him? Oh, he's doing fine. His memory came back when he got with his wife and daughter. But even if it hadn't, Finley's gooks would have been cooked. Wheeler's identification of them crooks was all that was needed. By golly, Reed, Finley will get the works this time. I don't suppose we ever will know who it was to switch clothes with Wheeler just after he disappeared from home. Oh, probably not. And there's another thing I don't get, Reed. How did the harness know that Mrs. Wheeler was waiting for a call with instructions for delivering the ransom? Oh, she explained that to me, Axford. The hornet called from my beach house after he'd knocked you and Wheeler out. And as soon as he mentioned Grant Wheeler's name, Mrs. Wheeler said she had the ransom money ready and asked what she should do with it. I guess the Green Hornet took advantage of the opportunity. Well, that being the case, why did he call the cops? Oh, was it the Hornet who called the police? It must have been. Burke got the call while I was unconscious. Uh, he probably wanted the police to get there in a hurry so he wouldn't be accused of abducting Grant Wheeler. Uh, it's a shame that Findlay was picked up so quick. With him going back to jail, all the time you spent trying to prove he'd bribed his way out of prison with the parole board is wasted. Axford parole boards are no better than the officials who appoint them. Perhaps we'd better improve parole boards by arousing the people so they'll elect better officials. After all, the real responsibility for good government lies with the voters themselves. It's the responsibility of every citizen to know the man for whom he votes. <laughs> okay, Reed, okay. <laughs> I didn't mean to get you started on your favorite subject. <laughs> but I was just thinking, it's a funny one the way Findlinger's pals thought you were the green harness. <laughs> Oh, golly, if that had been true, what a story I'd have had for the Sentinel. <laughs> yes, Axford, you can say that again.
If you would like to win one of the 200 genuine Webster Chicago wire recorders, you must hurry. Today is the last day we can tell you about this big, easy contest on this program. Just finish this sentence in 10 additional words or less. I like Cheerios, Walt Disney, pocket-sized comic books because... For complete rules, get the handy entry blank at your grocer's. Enclose your name and address and one Cheerios box top and mail at once to Green Hornet, Box 7800, Box 7800, Chicago, Illinois. You've been listening to The Green Hornet, brought to you by Cheerios, the breakfast cereal that's made from good, old-fashioned, nourishing oats, all ready to eat. Attention, Green Hornet fans. Next week, we'll tell you how you can get a big, exciting Model City. Model City looks just like a real city. It's complete with business buildings, houses, automobiles, and about everything you see in a real city. And you can get Model City without sending in a single penny and without waiting. That's right. Be sure to listen to this program next week. We'll tell you how you can get Model City when you get the Betty Crocker cereal tray. Be with us again next week at the same time when General Mills will again present The Green Hornet. This copyrighted here originates in Detroit. And all characters, places, and incidents used are fictitious. Hal Neal speaking. This is ABC, the American Broadcasting Company.